What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I'm your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining us on the panel tonight are... Blake Starling. Roger May. And Johnny Morales. He's hey, back. I am. Happy two-year anniversary, guys. Is, that Is it today? two years? It's tomorrow. tomorrow. It's tomorrow? It's tomorrow. Wow. Shut up. Yeah, for real. Wow. Hey, high five, cool. guys. July, right? Hell yeah. Hey. I didn't even know Brad that. Thank cake, you, Johnny, Brad for reminding cake. us yeah, that it's our anniversary. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I know Bryce. Bryce emailed in and reminded too, and yeah, and I, I just thought it was in generally close, you know. Yeah, but yeah. It's like tomorrow, tomorrow. is cool. two years. That's yeah, a freaking amazing. Last week right. in July, right? Yeah. Um. Anyway, as I got de- derailed, uh, producing as always is Matt Lubick. Say hi, Matt. What's up? Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, which we've been on for two years, why would you just now be tuning in? Right, yeah. Um, you never know. But, yeah, you know, if we true. do have new listeners, we uh, do. tell your friends. Yes, exactly. Uh, if this is your first time listening, we are a review-slash-spoilery podcast. We typically review a Marvel book, a DC book, and an independent book of some sort each week. We review a graphic novel. We will play some trivia so that you, the listener, have an opportunity to win whatever it is that we're reviewing each week. And then right now we're gonna go ahead and talk about some news. Yep. And, just oh yeah. And by the way, if you guys happen to hear any kind of whooshing in the background, it's hot. It's really freaking hot out in the animal. California's Valley. on fire. Yeah, um, busted out the fans. So that is our fans going yeah. on in the shop right it's, now. It's probably hundred degrees in the shop right now. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if our friends back east or in other parts of the world know about swamp coolers. I certainly didn't when we came out here. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is that? But, yeah, they don't work well with humidity, even like 25% humidity. And it's really weird because so, it's been really humid out here lately. Yeah. yeah. So, and the, the smoke and the fires is not helping. So, so yeah, basically, um, California is a pits. It is 94 degrees, I believe, outside right now, and it is currently 9 o'clock. <laughs> 9, 9 p.m., yes. <laughs> so yeah. that'll give the listeners uh, outside of California, or outside of the AV anyway, like an idea well, of what I think like. every, everybody has an image of California, of like, Glitz and Bay watch, yeah. You know, slow motion running down the beach. A lot of dirt. And think of that, yeah. but like, think of an armpit. eighty pounds, like uh, more heavier. Is yeah. it weird that yeah. I thought of you and a leotard like running on the beach when you said that, Roger? But that's like a natural. That's really you. weird. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna scoot over here closer <laughs> to Johnny. Yeah. If you hear that in the background, we apologize. Yeah. I have a feeling the mics are gonna pick him up. Anyway. Um, what was I saying before that? Uh, oh, we, we're Johnny is back this week because he he this time was our steward, our our uh, emissary, our man emissary, on the ground, man on the ground to Comic Con instead of me because you know I'm involved and I'm with very a lot of because things. somebody had to tell one person about our podcast. Yes, yes, and I did. I told Chris Burnham. <laughs> what did he say? He said, oh, cool, man. Cool, cool. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I hear exactly. that all day. <laughs> it's but like, Johnny. Like, b- having a podcast is like the 2018 of like having a band, you know? It's just like everybody yeah. has one. Anyway, so, news. And everybody's always surprised when it's good. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so tell us about news and then uh, tell us what stuck out to you at Comic-Con. Yeah, what definitely. you had fun with. Um, you know, try not to make it all like obscure things that nobody's going to like. No, 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 no. Of course not. What? what? Me? When would I ever? <laughs> so yeah, we have some news. Uh, Matt just missed a couple of things that I'm going to go over quickly. Uh, October 3rd, uh, DC is um, releasing three blank, completely blank comics with just the uh, the title uh, on top, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And this is for people to draw in, in them, kind of like a, a blank sketchbook, if you will. Uh, they're going to be $2.99, 16 pages, uh, uncoded 80-pound paper. Um, 
And this is just for, you know, like sketches and things like that. Uh, after that, uh, in October, we have iconic covers with enhanced foil printing. It's like very different. It's actually, it actually looks really cool. Sweet. Um, at, all at I am all about the gimmicks. <laughs> Unless it's like really yeah. stupid. Like if it's shiny and awesome looking, I will be like, ooh, yeah. like the aliens from Toy Story. And all I will want all of them. No additional uh, charge uh, to, you know, uh, I assume consumers. Um, Matt talked about Marvel Knights getting rebooted and stuff like that. Uh, we have GoBots being rebooted, which is weird. I didn't know GoBots were was that really popular. But like there was there was cheered. like a thing where when Transformers got really popular, yeah. it was like all the hipstery kind of kids were like, "Well, I, I like GoBots instead." It's can you uh, not afford regular Transformers? Try GoBots, the yeah. poor man's Transformer. They're the Mega Blocks yes. to the Legos. Yes. <laughs> So Legos are superior Legos in are every superior. way. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, we have uh, new DC novels, like prose novels, The Killing Joke and Mad Love. They're turning it, those into prose novels. I think there's some other... Johnny, Johnny, did they say who was writing those prose novels? Uh, no. They're being adapted, though, right? That's the thing. Yeah, they're being yeah. adapted. But we have are, aren't there new ones coming out, like actual new novels? I could be mistaken. I'm not sure, but this is the cover for the prose novels, like they're being adapted. Okay. Which uh, they look really. Was cool. this announced at Comic Con? It, it was. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, way uh, back in the Stranger day. Stranger Things is getting a new number one, which is uh, fully returnable on sale in September. Uh, not is a new it, number. Who's uh, who's publishing it? Uh, Dark Horse. Sweet. Fully Sweet. returnable, so uh, you know you can. What were we gonna say? Try and invest. No, uh, Stranger Things is like the show. Yeah, yeah. they're doing you do a comic series. It, it's and supposed a video to, game. It, it, yeah, it's supposed to take place like uh, you know, through Will's point of view while, while he was in the Upside Down in the first season. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, as long I was as the Duffer say, Brothers involved, I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. No, I was going to say with the prose novels, they did that way back in the day. I think I got it in like 2004 with uh, Death of Superman. I think Dan Jurgens yes. adapted it into a novel yes. himself, right? I believe you are correct. Yeah. Sir. No. Um, and the last piece of news, which is actually pretty huge Miracle Man is coming back with Neil Gaiman writing it. Again? Yeah. Didn't they do that once before? Uh, no, I think uh, they, or did just, they just they reprinted, reprinted Alan Moore's them. things okay. as original so writing. Neil Gaiman right. is writing Miracle Man. Right? Weird. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, we have uh, Josh. On top of doing his whole Sandman universe at DC. Yeah, which well, they, they double announced. Dipping. Yeah, they announced like all the, the titles for that, but like that's online. Because Miracle Man is a Marvel property, right? Yeah. 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 Pretty sure. Mm -hmm. uh, Josh Whedon's Doctor Horrible is returning as a comic. Uh, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog hit the web with his three episodes, um, and now it's going to be a comic written by Dark Horse, written by Joss Whedon, November 14th. Uh, it's called uh, Dr. Horrible, uh, Best Friends Forever. Um, For those of you that don't know, Dr. Horrible is like the great. best 45 minutes you can spend in front of a TV. It's the best. <laughs> Captain Hammer, hammer out the homeless. <laughs> These are not the hammer. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Marvel's resurrecting <laughs> Uncanny X-Men title in November. Uh, along time. With, yeah. Along with Marvel Zombies is getting a franchise reboot with oh, Eisner-nominated writer Maxwell Prince um, and Stefano Raffaelli. Uh, Lock and Key is getting a TV series, like, officially at Netflix. We, this at is Netflix. not news. See, the thing is, they already greenlit it. Like, it's happened. Like a while ago. Well, but it was at... A, it's Netflix. It'll happen. Yeah. Well, it, I, there is no way Netflix was going to pass on that property. I love that property so much. Like, anyway. I mean, I know you're excited and that like it's like official, official now that it's Why happening. Why are you yucking on my yum? I'm just saying, it's not technically news. I mean, we <laughs> knew that that was going to happen. Right, right, right. Well, now it's I'm, I'm, I, Look, I'm excited. Yes. I actually really want to watch that series. Yes. So I, I'm just saying, like, 
well, duh, like it's a, it's a no brainer for Netflix. Yeah. They're buying up properties left and right. I know. So yeah, now it's officially at Netflix. Cool. Um, and the last piece of news, uh, actually two more pieces. Old Lady Harley is getting her own miniseries at DC. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, from the pages of uh, Harley Quinn Forty Two. Okay. Uh, comes Old Lady Harley. Har- uh, Harley, uh, by, written by Frank Thierry. And the last piece of news. Which, Heather will be thrilled. Yeah. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples announce a year-long saga hiatus. Um, This is right after they announced that they're not even halfway through the... Uh, the run, so we can expect really at least quick. So issues. this is interesting because we were talking about this when we reviewed it, like how far? Because typically his runs are about sixty issues. If they're not even halfway, right? Holy, you are correct. I think that it's, yeah, it's, that saga. it's a saga. I think fifty-four just came and, out, and this is indeed because like Hazel is still a little girl. She's yeah. she's like still somewhere in there. This ultimately is Hazel's story. I think we're and gonna get the next time jump. Coming back a year from now, that would make sense, yeah. especially um, after the barn burner issue that this. Last I would have, yeah. I, I was it reg- good? Regretfully, yeah. we we aren't reviewing that this week. I only ended up with one copy left. Um, it's a short once read, once word got there. out about this issue. Yeah. Um. So I only had one copy left, and um, Jonathan's read it now. I've read it. We can we can read certainly it after, actually, touch Johnny, on read it, it after we've. <laughs> Finish um, this. Sorry, I don't know why I just handed that to you. You still have to talk. I forgot what happened in the last issue, but, but I remember uh, it. Oh no. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um. Uh, amazing issue. Um. Probably I, one of the I'm, best ones I in a I think I'm gonna go back and because I think I missed a couple graphic novels worth. I was just I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. But we reviewed the last issue, and then this issue came out, and I am man, I was blown away. Um. By the Vaughn just the to chances do something that big. he's taking, yeah, you know, with this series, um, because there are a lot of beloved characters, and man, he just he just takes it somewhere you don't expect it to go, uh, and it's 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 really good. We'll talk about that more later. Yeah, but for now, Johnny, tell us about Khan. Oh yes, what do you want to know? I can answer no, anything. Tell us about your, Khan. Your experience. My experience. You should be you should be overflowing with like experience that you want to share last year i mean yeah. last year when i went was like the fourth year that you sent me and me and blaine were like running around like yeah freaking kids like at a playground yeah. sending out updates left and right on instagram and all that stuff dude like i've been several times and i love it every year i mean when this i go was your first time yeah yeah it should be epic right it yo uh was I, the body odor real uh, you know what <clears throat> it Go Did to you, San Francisco Comic Con and then, then. Oh, it's a little Grr, different. Because there's a couple times where you walk through certain sections of that con. That's what yeah. the first thing that oh, was besides on, sensory overload was like. Ho! Oh. Uh, on Saturday, I was like, "This is this is a section that we will not cross over here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad." <laughs> like you're swimming. <laughs> oh God, it's, yeah. it's like so it's thick. The con's anyway. a giant walking fart. That's that's what's great about that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Sorry. one day you'll experience Anyways, it. That's the, that's maybe the one day I will. Maybe really Johnny. Maybe one day I will. But uh, but no, it was like. It was uh, super fun. I love just, you know, talking to the creators. Like, I can just walk up to Chris Burnham or Joe Benitez, and it's just like, oh, dude, you write and draw some of my favorite things. It's just crazy that you're here. Uh, you know, like Jeremy Whitley's there. I didn't have Unstoppable Wasp, and I'm so heartbroken. But it's okay. It's It, it was you, fun. You learned that lesson. You I, always carry I, something with you. I had um, Princeless, uh, okay. the original Princeless, not a Raven, um, which... Uh, I love that book. Um, but anyway, like, I just really like talking to creators, you know, um, like uh, the, the the guy 
I forgot his name. Uh, they did Motor Girl. Motor Girl? And Terry oh, Moore. Terry, Terry, Terry Moore. Moore. Terry Moore. Can't believe I forgot that. I was gonna say Trad Moore, but I think that's an artist. That's an artist. Terry yeah. Moore's awesome. Terry Moore is awesome. He was his very wife nice. is great too. Yeah. And there was like this exclude. See, the thing about it though is like there's so much exclusives, and I want it all, but. It's San Diego Comic-Con, so the exclusives are going to be a little bit more expensive. You know, prints are going to be $20 instead of $10 and things like that. But it overall, it was extremely fun and just, like, liberating just walking the show floor and, you know, seeing everybody just having a bunch of fun. Did I you think, have a favorite cosplayer? Did I have a favorite cosplayer? Did you see, did you there see was a favorite co- cosplay? There was a balding, bearded uh, male Jubilee, and <laughs> he had the nicest <laughs> smile. That's awesome. Yeah, you want to see a picture? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, leave that one to the no, edge. You know no, what? No. There was a Planet Hulk. Hulk. Like. Yeah. Oh, with the, the with gladiator the, armor yeah, and all dude, that? The dude was like 10 feet tall. Because wow. he had like stilts and it was yeah, just yeah. Last year great. when I went, they had a, uh, a Thanos. Wow. Like the full comic Thanos. And he was like on stilts or something. He was like dimensionally proportionate. Yeah. And... Um, it was amazing. Yeah, I think that one is the one that stood out most. Um, uh, this one also, like just the <laughs> pink and pink chewy. Yeah, pink Chewbacca, like uh, Han Solo with a mustache, and you know. Yeah, the mashups are also I, yeah. the, the the cosplayers down there blow me away. I mean, there's yep. so many of them. One of the things that I've never done is gone to the masquerade. Um, <laughs> he had a nice smile. <laughs> But no, I mean, All right. yeah, the, the '90s like, Jubilee too. Yeah. See, see, the thing is uh, that I just like uh, the fact that people are having so much fun there. You know, it, and it's just like, man, this guy looks. It's like having pop a blast. culture central. Hell yeah! You just go and it's, you get to celebrate what uh, you're into. Yeah, definitely. You and, and you you see random stuff like this. What this guy was? A, oh my god! <laughs> this guy was a, a seller, and I was like, yep, I need to take a picture of that. Is that? Um, Bob Ross Deadpool. Bob Ross Deadpool. Yeah, when they that did that promotion, yeah. that promotion. Um, yeah. Johnny, if well, you could have. you have like, you, sorry, you have no, no, like okay. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Will go and he'll cosplay. He'll go around in cosplay or all these other. In they disguise. Can, they can dress up and go out there and you don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You Mark Hamill was a stormtrooper this year. Every year. Um, That's the guy awesome. from Mythbusters, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Not Jamie. Um, Adam Savage. Adam, yeah. Adam Savage goes to Comic-Con every year, and he always has some sort of elaborate costume. And you, you, There's been... Last year, he went as something, and I remember thinking to myself, I walked by that. Mm. I for real walked by that and had yeah. no clue it was Adam Savage. That's rad. Yeah. If you could have cosplayed, who, who would you have cosplayed as? Who do you think you and Kayla could have cosplayed as? Uh, Three-hole punch. <laughs> from the office? Yes. <laughs> I think I would have walked Lame, around. Johnny. <laughs> what, what would you? What would you have cosplayed as? What, what would I wanted to? Well, because think about it, you're going to be in it all day. That's why three hole punch. Oh. Um, th- that's brutal because I'm being in San Diego in July. You know, it's Superman. hot and humid. No, there's the no half way. Superman thing where you got to pop it. I would walk around. I always wear like a comic right. T-shirt going. Or down you could do something that you know. You if, just if walk I was around. Cosplay as something. Right. I'd want to do something that Superboy. Uh, he just wears a T-shirt. What ninety Superboy? Yeah, he, no, he wears like a young Justice. Oh, yeah, yeah, like young young Justice, Justice yeah, he just wears a black. Superman well, I essentially t-shirt. do that every year then. <laughs> yeah. Roger, who would you have cosplayed as? Oh uh, well, yeah, I've always joked about going as like Steve Rogers after he just doesn't care anymore. <laughs> you know, Brilliant. he gave up years ago. Brilliant. I w- have the the stars and stripes kind of riding up on the right. belly. You know, 
Yeah. Got about three days growth on my face. Yeah. I think I would have walked around with like a jar of sand saying, pick your favorite Marvel hero that you lost in Infinity War. Ooh. R.I.P. Spoilers. Did you hear about the, the trauma booth they had there? Yeah. <laughs> the trauma booth. Ooh, they no, had a trauma you know booth. Never mind. I just thought of the best cosplay. It was a group of Avengers, but with fast food, like fast food Avengers. Yes. So, so it was I like think I saw those. <laughs> so it was online. So it was Grimace as Thanos, and the Infinity Gauntlet was a bunch of different colored chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Yeah. Uh, and you know KFC, like KFC Captain America. Uh, this was a really uh, long focal length, so I couldn't get them all, but I got them on my phone. Why do I, I love that Instagram. so much? Yeah, and it's just like. Captain KFC, uh, Panda Express looks like he's gonna murder somebody. <laughs> like Ronald you see McDonald the Burger Iron King Man. Loki, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's Thor, Ronald McDonald Thor. Yeah, with Stormbreaker. Yeah. Is, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and it, it <laughs> it's uh, Taco, Taco Bell, Bell Iron Man. Man. Uh, and it was just. A, a bunch of fun. What I really loved That's about fun. it. Why isn't Taco Bell Iron Man on a toilet? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's be real. Those memes are great. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, what I. I would cosplay as something from, like, Jonathan Hickman, like, out of East to West. Nice. Dude, how fun would that be? Oh, oh yeah. Dude, right, I would guy. do, like, death. Death or the Ranger, uh, Texas the, Ranger. The I'd jacket the would suck. Ranger. Yeah, but would. I would do I would do Constantine. Ooh. Well, you have a good Constantine. Somebody's got to do Babylon. Oh, How awesome would the, it be to be Babylon with balloon? And, oh yeah, yeah, that'd yep. be cool. Yep, that's what exactly I, what you think. It is. That or something yeah. anime related. Okay. Is that we should Trump do is that. Darth if Vader? We, yes. If we go as okay. a podcast. All cosplay as East of West? As East of West. Oh, snap. If Jonathan Hickman's there, he's going to look at us and he's going to be like, I hate you. (laughs) But that's Jonathan Hickman. He'd he'd say he hates us, but he'd love us. That's how he says he loves people. Yeah. I mean, there was like we should. Man. There was like even dogs. You should totally be the Texas Ranger. Um. (laughs) How how fun would it be, you know, to make that mask? Oh, man. You know? I'd do it. Don't bring a real gun. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I could get in with one. But if we want to get on Jonathan Hickman's good side, we would just dress up as his favorite uh, football team because yeah. he's a big, he loves the World Cup, right? Yeah. Like he's obsessed with, with it, soccer. right? That's yeah. his like, joy. Soccer's good. And you could be in shorts and just a jersey all day. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the easiest cosplay. But yeah, I, I kind of really just like that, uh, you know, depending on what you were wearing, like a shirt or something, you know, right. people can come up to you like, "Oh man, I love this thing." Like, yeah. Uh, on that's one thing that you notice at Comic Con is how many strangers come up to you and just like, "I love that." Yeah, you and know what? Like me too. You know we're was, in the right place. You know what was really creeping creeping Kayla out is I had a wrestling shirt. Um, it was uh, Kenny Omega, uh, from the Bullet Club, uh, New Japan. And anyway, so like people were just coming uh, back, like, "Oh man, too sweet!" And you know, we did the sign and yeah, we touched together. Yeah, and Kayla's like, "What the hell is that?" Like yeah. everybody, not even wearing a wrestling uh, attire, like you know, just randomly you never passed how by. Big wrestling is until dude. There's, a wrestling thing there's like such an overlap. It's just like I pretty much talk to like forty people that like wrestling. It's basically the one place you go where if you wear a T-shirt, someone's gonna get what it is. Right. There's right. gonna be at least one person that goes, "I love that." Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, WWE is just redneck anime. Redneck anime? (laughs) That should be their slogan. It's more like a soap opera, but yeah, sure. (laughs) Who needs anime when you have redneck anime? Wrestling and like Dragon Ball Z and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The same moves. (laughs) 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 Anyway. Anything else, Johnny, that stood out to you? I mean, you know, like I just, 
I had a ton of fun. Um, I wish there was less people, like 150,000 less people. Uh, but it wouldn't be Comic Con, bro. True, true. But like, man, <laughs> then some... it would be you in like an empty warehouse, dude. There was like three hundred thousand people. <laughs> anyway, there was just like some people. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> some people like did not care. They just like grabbed your shoulder and like yeah, passed by. I'm like, okay, the that was fir- weird. The very first year, it, it does take some getting used to because you realize not people aren't trying to be rude. Mm-hmm. It's just there's so much bodies, so many yeah. bodies in one place that you can't help but. So when I first got there, I was so like trying to be polite. Oh, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, sorry. No. An hour later, I was just elboing children out of the way, like, <laughs> it's right like, in the face. Like, sorry, Timmy. Oh, you're the one that elbowed me. Yeah. It's <laughs> nerdy warp like, ah! You told me is. you punched a kid. Nerd, yeah. Nerdy warp tour. Yeah. yeah. Nerdy so, so, yeah, warp tour. The, 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 the I, I'm joking. I didn't actually elbow you, but That's people what you do. people just kind of understand like you've got somewhere to go and you're pushing against another. Yeah body and it's not the, personal the, the yeah. one thing that really weirded me out is like this like a foot shorter old like not old man but like older man with like a ponytail and long beard was just like going straight for me and i'm like i'm staring you down move aside you're shorter bumped in right into my chest i'm like what the what the hell are you doing uh-huh. move there's you're room like, puppy <laughs> <laughs> um the but, key is go with somebody in, in like one of those uh wheelchairs that's that's powered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. people just get out of their way and you just trail behind them. Jonathan, <laughs> we are not paralyzing one of ourselves so we can get easy access. Yourself. No, uh, just Jonathan just said chairs. take advantage of, of those people. Oh, Do you okay. know how many times like, somebody was yep. rolling by and I just hop into that lane and like run right. behind them? <laughs> like, you're going the way I need to go. Sweet. Uh, but uh, so. yeah, I mean, it was it was a ton of fun. I would I would love to do it again. Awesome. Cool. Um, do we have any questions that got sent in? Do we yeah. even know? Okay, let's go we ahead and address questions. some of those. Let's get through those, and uh, we'll get to some reviews yeah, here. Yeah, let, uh, let me look it up. So, um, Bryce uh, Smith. Uh, Bryce uh, Smith? Bryce uh, Smith. Uh, yeah, Bryce Smith. I was hoping you didn't point out my accent, Jonathan. Anyway. Your Mario accent <laughs> are, are you came doing, out of Are you nowhere? doing the fun question? Which one's the fun question? The, the title of his email was fun question oh, fun for question the crew. fun question for the crew, yeah. You're, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll queue, queue up another one. Don't queue up Clay because that's what that's the one I want to talk. You do you do the, Bryce. Do, do, you do Bryce. Do, do, go ahead. I've got Ian too. Okay. So cool. 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 Just all right. Just so we have uh, Bryce. Uh, ec- this is the wrong one. Name three super uh, superpowers. Oh, he did a typo. That's why I can't read this. Name. Don't three call him out. <laughs> Sorry. Name three superpowers that you would want for yourself. Don't overthink it. Just fire out the first three that come to mind. Time travels. Yeah. Super flight. Speed. Flight and more flight. Uh, teleportation, Sorry, invisibility, and I don't know what else. You go. I know what you're going to say. I actually answered this question on Instagram. You asked me this. What you, would well, you say? It's super For strength, people that don't have Instagram. And then just like vulnerability. vulnerability. Super strength. Any, any power set that Superman has. Of course. The ability to make anybody pee on command. Th- doesn't like Teleportation. He... And then um, I'm going to go with really? uh, super speed. I know it's kind of redundant with the teleportation, but you know yeah. sometimes you use my. But like, what if stuff. like your tank's empty? What do you still like pee on command? Some form of liquid will come out of you. Ew. Cool. <laughs> I like that he questioned it, so I could no, just. I put time up. travel. Um, That'd be cool. But yeah, like. But then, like, what know. if you mess up a timeline? It's all on you. It's all on you, man. There's many well, timelines. Barry Allen, yeah. you have super speed too, so he's know, messed up the timelines anyway, a lot. He's always a- answered the question with teleportation, sharpshooter, and shape shift- shapeshifter. As like far it. as appearance, I take on a look of a blend of Harley Davidson and the Marlboro man. <laughs> More Marlboro <laughs> than Harley. I don't, know, I don't know who these people are. 
and I think it's ASCP two-year anniversary. Congrats to you guys. You all have been a wealth of entertainment and a source of introduction to new comics on the horizon. Pungent Master at work. Uh, and a bunch of great fellers that I look forward to hearing from every week. You all kick ass week after week. You all keep on trucking... You all keep on trucking along, and we'll all keep up with y'all for as long as this highway goes. <laughs> Thank you, <sighs> thanks to you guys as always, Bryce. Love you, man. Thank you, Bryce. Uh, is Bryce thanks, the number Bryce. one super fan of this podcast? I think it's safe to say that, right? Yeah. I mean, that Dukes of Hazard thing you showed me was great. That was awesome. That was well, this great. Week we got uh, we got some photoshops. The, uh, the entire Avengers <laughs> team, if they were um, Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Except for Black Widow. He sent you in that video doing that? Also, yeah. thanks to... Oh, he photoshopped it. That thanks yeah. to cool. Bryson awesome. was James for the nice origin story comments. Because you was, don't mess with Garjo. That was awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, who's next? Yeah, who is next? Is it, is it your job? I'll, I'll go with Ian. Um, Ian wants to know, uh, name your favorite superhero pet or super-powered animal. Crypto. <laughs> Throg. Do something else, man. Nice, nice. <laughs> a superpowered uh, pet? I don't know. I don't like it has to be a superpowered pet. Certainly, superpowered pet. Or really like. Yeah, I don't like animals. Superhero pet, superpowered animal, whatever. Okay, because there's a couple of core members. Mine's always been Lockjaw. Lockjaw. Ooh. Big drooly dog yeah. that'll take you anywhere. Nice. It's pretty awesome. I don't know. What about you, Johnny? I don't like animals. What? Yeah. So you're not gonna answer the question? I don't think so. Not even a little bit. That's uh, years on a couch, dude. You better get started now. I was going to say, um, what was it? Ace wow. from uh, Batman Beyond, but he doesn't have superpowers. I'll go with Crypto. I'll go with Crypto. Lockjaw's good, though. Lockjaw's cool. Yeah. You could pick Comet, the super horse. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How many, hey, how many superhero pets do you know? I There's actually a whole gang of Superman speedy pets. Oh, the cat. The cat is speedy. There's Crypto the dog, Comet the super horse. That's just horse. a regular cat what's, on catnip. I can't remember the name. What's the cat from the Green Lantern Corps? Oh, you mean from the Red Lantern Star? Dexstar. Red Lantern. Yeah. What did I say? I can't believe Green I Lantern. Lantern. Sorry, yeah. I meant Red. I, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, yeah. Dexstar. Dex I don't think he's yeah. a pet, but okay. Yeah, no, but he's a superpower. He's, a, he's a lantern, and he's Atrocitus' sure. his pet. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's he has his own ring, and he's kind of kind of a dick. He has a backstory too. <laughs> yeah. He literally had a backstory. He was like a subway cat or something. Yeah. He's yeah. he's actually a a, <laughs> a great character. Um, or any of yeah. the Thundercats. Yeah. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> I don't think those are pets. <laughs> they're superpowered no. animals. Well, they're they're um, the, the parameters of this was not thoroughly established <laughs> no. in the question. So I still love you, Ian. Uh, I hope you're enjoying Watchmen. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay, that's a pet. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah last you, question. Ian. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, this one's from Clay Previtt. Um He has a couple of them. First, could y'all ask the fella down in Australia if the toilets really flush counterclockwise? <laughs> I believe I've, I've that's a myth. This is true. Ooh. All right. Myth. Mr. Mr. Mason. Yes. We need to know. Do, James Mason. Do your toilets flush counterclockwise? Wait, do all toilets flush I've, counterclockwise? I, I've asked this question before. What? And I think this in is the In the northern hemisphere, yeah. toilets flush clockwise. I don't know. In this. the southern hemisphere, supposedly. They flush counterclockwise. I, I believe be that this is true. I could Roger, be wrong. that's not the most I, important Australian question. The most important Australian question is, Mason, what's your favorite Mad Max film? We need to know this. What? Or I how can't, many I can't hear you. What are you Mad Max. Mad Max. What's I your favorite Mad Max film? Speak up. 
I'm speaking. What do you mean, speak up? Do you want me to yell into the mic? He was messing with he's me. Like, yes. He was like he's lip syncing. He was messing with me. Oh, wait. Excuse me. He's sitting directly behind the fans. Complex. He's hey. sitting directly behind the fans. What? He's doing it. He's doing it right now. I think the more important Australian question would be how many kangaroos are you friends with? Right? No, I no. think that's a little insensitive. <laughs> no. no, kangaroos are disgusting. That was a joke, John. You know how ripped kangaroos like are. I know, and they'll <laughs> murder you with their feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That pouch. I don't want to know what's inside of that pouch. A baby. It's that's not always a baby, <laughs> but there's juices in there, two man. Questions. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's oh, go. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So, uh, second, how big is that Depaz family? I feel like they add a new child every time you all mention them. <laughs> They're about <laughs> ten They're deep, big. six strong. Yeah, and they keep adapting people from the shop. So right, Blake. I think he's a pause right i He's guess i am now yeah. hey guys yeah. <laughs> blake the pause yeah um and my, last uh... i picked up oh this is my favorite here we go last i picked up a graphic novel based off of a podcast the adventure zone that i have listened to for a couple of years are there any other comic books graphic novels that y'all can think of that is based off of something other a movie or a show well johnny yes go ahead okay well the adventure zone is my favorite podcast of all time it's the only tattoo that I have. Is an adventure zone tattoo. Wow. Yeah. You got a tattoo for a podcast. My favorite podcast of all time. <laughs> Who is this? Way to go. Wait, yes, wasn't the question? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the question isn't what's your favorite podcast. No, no, no. no, no. Okay. So I no, just wanted to what, talk. Yeah. I, I, I was just talking about any like graphic novels based on on different media. Different media. Yeah. Okay. And like, yeah, this this thing just came out like uh, last week, uh, um, which is the adventure zone graphic novel. I, you know, I've never gone on and looked at this. Or it's been a couple years and I've forgotten it, but JL8. Yes. JL8. Right? I love JL8. Love From, JL8. But I, I don't think that they've put any of their stuff in print. No, they it's can't. Just, it's can't. all right. So it's web just all digital online. content. You, like, what's your favorite web comic? No, Is no, no. no. So, like, think okay. of Stranger Things. They have a comic. Oh, you mean, like, something that got adapted into it. Okay. Right. Kind of like when they did Buffy the Vampire yeah. Slayer, they carried on the seasons through the comics. Let me think. Probably well, that was movie and TV, though. I think he's looking for other than movie and TV. I think he said that explicitly. Uh, did he? It said, uh, any other comic book graphic novels that y'all can think of that is based off of something? Oh, other than a movie or a show. Okay, oh. okay, okay. Other I mean, than a yeah, movie like... Or a show. Well, I read the Adventure Zone comic, the graphic novel. It's okay. Like right. The, the podcast is amazing. Well, I mean, would Manifest Destiny technically count? Because it's... Uh, no. No, it's, it's not based on of a property. history fantasy. I think okay. it's something that started like think outside. of books. Think Samurai of like Harry Jack. Potter comics, but they don't exist. The Samurai Jack comic was pretty good. There you go. Well, that's but a wait, show. that was a, that was a show though. Yeah, that was a show. It was like hard. a cartoon. It was not like live action. Right. But no, no, no. But I think that's what he means. Like not a regular property that we saw, like a cartoon or anything. Because there's a lot of cartoons. Moving on. Good All right. What's yeah. The next there question? you go. Okay. Anyway, Clay, Still we should question, we should talk about the very very good question. Sorry, we're video game stuff. Would I would count? Yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. Video game stuff. Did you open up his? Because I think that was the same email where he responded to the trivia from last yes, week. Yes, yes, he did. I thought, didn't, I didn't thought Bryce might be misleading him. Technically, you could say Injustice. I didn't because I, that was a con- that was a video was a game. game that was a video game first. I like Bryce's responses. Kingle McCrinkleberry. Jonathan has this unseething <laughs> hate for Injustice. Do you want to tell him why? They do Superman He's dirty. They do. It's he puts his fist spoilers through. We're not going to talk about he injustice. He fists right the now. Joker. Okay, We're not talking about freaking injustice. We're talking <laughs> it's about It's really good. good. But you stuff. still like you like Red Sun though. Red Sun is great. Mm. Yeah. That that's awesome. Yeah. But he still he still has Superman's Superman qualities. core. Yeah. Yeah. 
If we're choosing video games, he, I would choose Injustice. I, I think he just doesn't like you. that he fisted the Joker. No, I just don't like that portrayal of Superman. Mm. And I think it. I think Injustice is solely written towards that. It's okay, bud. It's I, yeah. like me with the new Titan show. I'm just already like, I'm done. <laughs> really? That fast? Yeah. Well, considering Jeff the line Johns, that he said, I can't say it on this podcast. Jeff and Johns it's a show about say, Teen Titans. Did say that there's a lot more to that show other than what's been shown in the trailer so far. Well, whoever made the trailer, they need and to remember, fire him. This is Titans, not Teen Titans. Yeah. This is okay. Dick Grayson just after he had his falling out with Batman. That's okay. why he says that line. Do you think he would really say the Depend- line? Well, it's out of context, too. Yeah, we're seeing it out of context. Okay. All right. I will and give you that. Just. just and he totally I, I just okay. want you to watch the show. And then, but Star, and then, Starfire looks amazing, right? No, that's yeah. That the visual effects on that were severely. She doesn't like but. turn on fire, does she? No, like no. It's yeah. called the CGI having department. Some, having was somebody's bored, hair so like actually become fire, I think, would be a really hard thing to do if you don't have like a movie budget. Yeah, or but like, like an like HBO blast? budget. She has hand blast, not like body blast. But it, <laughs> it looks kind of. She's shady. orange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it looks like they took CGI and they just highlighted her. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. What okay. was the last one? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right, let's go ahead and get... We didn't have an answer for the last question. Yeah. Let's get down to the meat and potatoes of the show. Um, let's get down to... Roger, we never determined who's pitching Who's what. pitching what? Right. Uh, pick. We're going to... Yeah, that's fine. Just I, got I think what... Um, we've spent a lot of time on con, and I, th- and I thought... Which, uh, rightly so. Mm-hmm. But I thought we would try something different with the comics oh. and do lightning round reviews oh, and then yes. ratings. Okay. Okay. Just to... Uh, and we'll each take, uh, you know, a minute to give our thoughts and then a rating on the book. Anyway. Sound right. cool? Something Wait. new. We'll try it. Are we doing all of them then? That way? Yeah. So, okay. like, but one of us do... goes, one of us goes, yeah. one of us goes. still pitch it? Huh? Do we still pitch it? Um, yeah. You pick a book that that no, you have to do it in turn. You're gonna get you're gonna get the dregs, probably. Mm. Go, Blake. Right. Okay. You want a minute on the clock? Or? Pitch it in a minute. No, no, no. Pitch it. Yeah. Pitch it and review it and rate it in a minute. Oh, wow. in a minute? Yes. Do it. <sighs> okay. Here we go. And go. Justice League Dark by James Tinian. Uh, Tynan. Tynan. Uh, see, this is already going bad. Uh, Martinez uh, Bueno, he's the guy who did the art. Um, it's a book about Wonder Woman is forming a magic team because magic is turned on its head and m- killing magic users, essentially. Um, this book has already got me intrigued. It's a lot darker than the other ones, considering it shows... Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> considering it shows people's intestines coming out of their body. Who's the, like, Who's the team? Who's the team? The team is, we got Wonder Woman, we have Swamp Thing, we have Detective Chimp, we have Zatanna, and we have Man Bat, who is personally my favorite out of the bunch right now. I'm interested to see what he's doing with the formulas that he has. Uh, with the, appearances by Constantine. With appearances by Constantine, so he'll probably float in and out of the book. There's kind of uh, some disarray between him and Zatanna because he essentially got her father killed. And uh, later on in the book, Zatanna gets a message from her father saying, if you guys don't solve this, it's going to turn the world Time. on its head. Yeah, don't break it down. Pitch it, you, man. What would you rate it? Five. You're great. Okay. Right, who's next? Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I'll, well... We'll right. follow up on each, each of us briefly on Our minute, on right? the comic. Yeah, on that yeah, okay. that's fine. Ready, um, go. I love Justice League Dark. Yep. I man, I read this book and I loved it from beginning to end. Initially, I was worried about um, having like Man Bat in there. He was great mm-hmm. because he was both at times uh, comic relief, but then also <laughs> you know a heavy hitter to yeah. come in and because he's like. 
You, that was a great balance. You know, I I loved it. Um, Detective Chimp and Wonder Woman in, in, in the Bolivian bar kind of talking about, geez, how, you know, how I'm, I'm trying to get everybody on board here and nobody wants to play uh, all the way through. And and there's this there's this evil threat that you really are kind of unsure how it's going to play out. I absolutely love this book. Um, I'm on it every month. Yep. Um, five stars. Nice. Yeah, time to spare. Who's next? Uh, I feel kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. You, uh, Ready? You can yeah. go. Yeah. Go. Go. Uh, I feel kind of the same way. Um, the, I love the book as well. Uh, one of the other things, if you're a fan of the DC Magic Universe, there were cameos by a lot of other... We had Dead Man in a panel. We had the Phantom Stranger. We had the Question. Constantine. Uh, Which boy? I already mentioned Constantine. We had Jason Blood, Etrigan. You know, I have a feeling that James Tynan is really going to work this corridor of... Uh, the DC universe. Um, I have no complaints about this. It's a five star book for me, also. Sweet. Dang. That was the only awesome. 30 seconds. All right, John, you ready? Yes. And go. Okay. So I really like the book. Uh, I really like the art. Uh, the story seems interesting. I love when uh, they showed us like the, the people with the their intestines like being. <laughs> It's so gnarly and, and rad. Uh, the only thing um, that <laughs> I didn't like is a, just a bunch of text. Like, I felt like I wasn't moving past these two pages, uh, which it felt a little clunky to me. But, like, obviously, you need exposition. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's, the only th- that's the only detraction from this comic. Uh, because other than that, I really enjoyed most of it. I enjoyed... Uh, I think my favorite thing was, like, the Swamp Thing uh, conversation with Satana. Um, it's just... It's interesting. I don't know if I would read it month to month because... Um, you know, I may not be interested in, in uh, the dark universe in the DC uh, universe, I guess. Um, but maybe. I would have to read an issue two to find out. Uh, it's a four and a half for me. With time to spare. All right. Okay. Who's next? So, I'm next. Uh, Ready? And, yeah. Go. So, this week, uh, one of the books from D- another book from DC that we reviewed is Doomsday Clock, uh, <laughs> issue number six, by uh, the awesome Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. Um, we find out a little more about Marionette uh, and Mime's past, uh, as in, in addition to the modern uh, the the modern day. Um, Iterations, uh, yeah, of of the two of them meeting up with Joker and taking a paralyzed Batman uh, to a meeting of all the different supervillains. Um, comedian shows up, takes out a couple of guys really quick. Um, great panel with him. He's basically scoping out uh, um, mime, and then Gigantus shows up in front of him. He's like, "What the?" Yeah, this you know I love this book. It's absolutely every every month. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's superbly written. Time. Five. Ready? Yep. Go. One hundred percent agree. Uh, I Jeff Johns to me is doing the Lord's work on this book. Um, I uh, Gary Frank as well. Uh, master of facial expressions once again. I don't think there's a more emotive book out this week. Um, especially when diving into Mime's past and Marionette's past, uh, it's Dude, phenomenal. Yeah, just kind of mirroring that. Yeah, her her experiences as a young girl to her, her modern day self. Yeah, I, I, it's phenomenal work. This is really something special. Um, 
it's a five for me as well. Um, the only thing is, is I'm waiting for Soups to show up. We've gotten six I, issues and only one thing with yeah. Superman. And this is supposed to be, you know, that book. So uh, I'm intrigued. I love this book month in and month out or bi-monthly, whatever it is. Whenever it's out, I don't care. It's a five. Nice. Blake, ready? Absolutely. This is a five-star book. We're only six issues in. And Mime and um, Mary, Marionette. Marionette. Mime and Marionette are my favorite supervillain couple. I know a lot of people are going to fight me on this, probably say Joker and Harley, but I already love them no. to death. Yeah. You know? They're so um, awesome. It wouldn't Gary Frank, they don't become Gary Frank will forever be in my top three of all favorite comic book artists of all time. The man does it all. He knows how to handle action, comic well, design, if, and, and in a nine-panel grid. And in a few panels in there, they really establish this bond between Mime and Marionette and yep. their child. Yep. You know, um, it is their child, right? Yep. Which is kind want, of. Uh, she's like, I think we should find, right. you know. It reminded me of when we were getting Rorschach's back, uh, backstory. I mean, not he, they didn't go through the same thing as he did, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah. The flashbacks, how they all had these horrid like yeah. childhood pasts that just kind of pushed them into the was roles that, that they are. Was that issue six that that happened? This it might have been what? issue six that Rorschach. Time. Watchmen. Sorry. Anyway, I just ate into Blake's time. <laughs> what would you rate it, Blake? I said five at the beginning. Oh, right. oh. All right, Johnny, ready? Yes. Go. Okay, so this isn't a five-star book for me. Um, while I did enjoy this book much more than five, four, and three, um, I, I still feel like that it's not... Yes, definitely, Blake. Uh, <laughs> because I'm not grading on just quality. I'm grading on how, if I loved it or not. Okay. Um, it's... it's um, I feel like it's still moving at a, at a, snow, uh, sorry, at a snail's pace. Um, while things did happen, I, I feel like... It's called a slow Right, I know, but it's been like a year. It's <laughs> twelve issues. Right, I know. There's slow burn, and then there's not. You know, he hasn't turned on the freaking lighter. Anyway, slow burn. <laughs> um, so I, I also have like I love Gary Frank's uh, pencils and things like that. I just don't think that I like his inking, uh, especially when the coloring is muddied and things like that. Uh, specifically in like pages like this, but it's just the inking. Uh, so it's not bad. I do love uh, his <laughs> pencil work. What? Yeah, please. <laughs> you're amazing. I love you. Bro. Time. No, no. I, I want to. I want to know what's your ring. What's your ring? You're just ridiculous, bro. What? When it comes to this, sometimes I'm sorry. Why? Dude. I'm, I'm grading on if I enjoyed it or not. Okay, it's all but. subjective. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. And what's, what's your rating? And I don't like the inking. That's okay. fine. Okay. Right. What's your okay. rating? I'm what's just trying rating? to find out what's funny, Blake. Johnny, I don't you think it is funny. It's funny, bud. Um, it's a four. It's fine. I. It's fine. It's really That's slow. That's a good rating, though. Four? That's a good... Yeah, it's it's much better than three, four, and five. That's for sure. <clears throat> cool. It's just... What's, what's next? Oh, then that would make it a three. <laughs> but no. <clears throat> I, oh. lo I love Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, he's doing the Lord's work. Yep. Um, right. You going, Jonathan? Ready? Do I have to pitch this I one? don't know. Who's pitching it? Well, I guess we have to pitch this Did one. you see... Wait a minute. Did you see anybody cosplaying as Mom and Marionette? No. At Comic Con, that's a shame. Wow. Not at all. I, we need to find out if there were. I want to see him because that would be an epic fail I on saw, humanity's part. I saw like the Batman who laughs, um, and I saw Probably plenty of those. A Red bunch Death. Of, yeah, uh, but like Joker and Harley's uh, things like that. It was mostly like people doing different costumes because I don't think they wanted to be you know the same thing every time. Like oh, sure. this is a, a bunch of Batmans and things like that. Um, but yeah, no mime or marionettes. If I saw mime and marionette, that would I would. Yeah. That would scare me to death. Yep. Okay, anyway. Who's pitching? I guess I will. Um, right. Mr. and Mrs. X, so. Kelly Thompson, Oscar 
Basaldua. Basaldua. Yeah. Uh, basically, Gambit and Rogue get married. Um, this book did really nothing for me. Uh, I think Kelly Thompson's dialogue between two people that are supposed to be in love was way too formal through most of the book. I didn't really care much for the art. Uh, and the last page just didn't really do anything for me. I didn't really give a crap about this book, too. That's pretty good. Oh, okay. Um, I thought there were some pretty cool moments in here um, with the wedding scene. You know, the something borrowed, something blue, something old, something new, something. But Mystique showing up um, was a little bit weird. She showed up as something blue, and she looked like Rogue's daughter for some reason. I don't... The age I, thing between yeah, those two is that, um the art, the art was okay. I thought... I I thought this book was serviceable until the last page, and I was like, "Nope, I'm out," <laughs> because they bring Deadpool into it, and I'm like, oh, "You you you just lost me. I I don't care." And plus, they're in space and get called into a mission, and I'm like, you know, a lot of the premises for this story are just stupid. Um, I like some of the execution between the characters. But uh, man, they lost real me quick, on that last page. I don't, that was one of my care. gripes. Is like, dude, you're on your honeymoon, and everybody knows you're on your honeymoon. Yeah. And yet somehow the myriad, yeah, of X people, Avengers, everyone. Nah, we really need you to come off your honeymoon to help out with this mission in space. Yeah. Get out of here. X-Men without I was. Space. Yeah. Like, I was like, uh, uh, it was. Uh, um, in the end, uh, it was three stars for me. Who's next? Go ahead. You want to go? Yeah, no, I, you okay. go ahead. Um, I, go. I mean, I'm going to give it a two, and I was hoping that I would dig this book because I grew up with the 90s X-Men cartoon, and I, I always Gambit. wanted, yeah, I wanted Gambit and Rogue to get together, but it was just boring to me, man. I mean, if, if they would have tried to make it a sweeter issue or something like that, where it was just about the wedding and not about, like, going on a honeymoon and doing like, do it a full drama a if you're lot. Go there. Yeah. That was called Rogue and Gambit. It was a six-issue miniseries. Okay. Yeah. Well, well me being a first-time reader on this, I was kind of lost. Right. And the inking was. Really they did mention bad it in the editor's <laughs> note. But I mean, what killed it for me is the inking, bud. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a two. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, from the from the the inking's fine. The art's not, you know, uh, great. Uh, it, it's good at times, but I, I did have uh, trouble with some of the foreheads. Um, they were just like very flat and squarish, and it's like very off-putting. Um, the thing. Uh, that are, uh, yeah, I know. I'm being like very picky about things, but I just wanted something good. Uh, and I think I got something really good at the beginning with like this uh, nine-panel uh, page, and then to this, it's just like, wow, this thing's. I'm all in. Uh, as the issue went on, though, um, I didn't. I don't know anything about Rogue and Gambit besides that six-issue miniseries from Kelly Thompson that I read. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. But I loved it. Johnny, so. whatever your Johnny doesn't like is Morales. X-Men. Remember, he doesn't like X Men. So. Right. I, I, so, there's but, a lot of water under that bridge. <laughs> boy. I know. I know. I know. You um, know about her power, her power set, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I kind of know that. like okay. what what their deal is now. Okay. Um, so, like this Mystique thing. They are the Ross and Rachel <laughs> of <laughs> the X Men universe. Perfect. All right. Okay. I, I got it. You got it. Okay. All right. Now I'm more annoyed at them. Anyway, no. So, um, like it, it's weird that Mystique came out of nowhere because I'm like, okay, I didn't know that they were that that was his mom. So there was Did some. You know that they were related. No, I didn't. So that yeah. that's what that's why it was like really weird to me. So there's some stuff that I didn't like, um, particularly like the X Men stuff 
because, you know, I don't like the X-Men. And I do think that it is crazy that they would call him on their honeymoon. Um, I would, like, maybe try to defend it as, like, maybe it's an X-Men mission, not an Avengers mission. But, like, still, like, you couldn't find any X-Men. Um, besides which, Rogue and right. Gambit. <laughs> yeah, besides Rogue and Gambit. Um, well, and the hook wasn't really there enough to, to really bait you because you don't know what this egg thing is that right. Deadpool ends up with. Yeah. I mean, Deadpool is in space with the egg and... I don't know. It, yeah, it, I, I it's do. It's like what? What I, is this? Why should I read this story? Um, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I think the reason that I, I'm going to keep reading this is because I really like the dynamic that Rogue and uh, Gambit have. Um, like I read the six issues and uh, that she did the miniseries, and I absolutely love that. So um, hope springs eternal. Uh, I guess so. Um, I I did not care for the last page. I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> so, this but, is one of those things where like. Like, once again, several years ago, Deadpool was everywhere. Yeah. Guy's got to cool it. He doesn't need to be in everything. Right. Um, but other than that, I would rate this a, a four. I really enjoyed at least the beginning of it, up on, despite the last page. Okay. There we go. Where does that bring us to? Uh, that brings us to novel. actual lightning rounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you guys have anything you want to talk about? My son, Alex. Minute on the clock. Oh, okay. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, ready? Um, For real. Go. Yeah, so uh, Teresa and I have, have four kids, and our youngest is about to leave the nest for good. Um, Alex is going to be uh, going to live and work in Japan. Congratulations. And, so that yeah. happened? Yeah, yeah, he leaves tomorrow. Wow. I mean, it's been a long process. This Holy has been, cow. Um, over a year. Tell him congrats in, in for In the me. works. Yeah, I will. Um, well, congrats for him. Well, from yeah. from me okay. to him. I, Sorry, know. I don't know if that came out as for me. He has no, a minute. From me. I know. <laughs> I was messing. I'm, Sorry. I'm really gonna miss the heck out of him. Yeah. Um, oh, he's course. such a good dude. Um, he actually went out and got his international driving permit today. Wow. So. And for anybody that doesn't know, Alex is like a genius. Yeah. So <laughs> he no loves joke. JRPGs. He's yeah. <laughs> that makes him a genius. Well, those are like super in depth. They games. are though. You're right. He is a genius. Anyway, so <laughs> musically and mathematically, really? he is he is like savant level. Yeah. Um, but Man, more than that, he's he's one of the most awesome people you'll ever meet, and uh, I'm I'm gonna miss the yeah. hell out of him. So, congrats, Alex. Yeah. yeah. Congrats, yeah. sir. He, it's going to be a big adventure. He's going to be there e- for up to five years. Oh, so, Well, I was just about to say, now you have an excuse to go visit Japan more. Right. I know. Like Teresa and I went once. He, he did a year study abroad over there. Um, and Teresa and I went to visit him uh, once for like five days. Awesome. I, I love it. So, yeah, I, we'll, we'll definitely be back. Excellent. Cool. All right. Who's next? I don't know. Johnny. Jonathan. Go. You want me to go? Yeah, I do it. you have one? I, I want to talk about healthcare and this terrible... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I've been watching the new season of Luke Cage, and I'm like, about... Did you mention this? Episode... When? I swear I just listened Last to this. Week? Yeah. You're killing his minute. Did, okay. Can I start I s- over again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I swear... I, like, yesterday, I just listened to someone talking about Luke Cage season two. Ready? Well, it's that much better, bud. Go. Okay. Definitely was you. Go. Okay. Um, so... I want to talk about the awesome trailers that popped off at Comic-Con. Did I talk about that last no. week, Johnny? You did a Spider-Man no. PS4 trailer? I'm talking about real trailers, oh, not video man. games. <laughs> um, I want to say my favorite was probably Godzilla. 
And oh, every time I watch yes. it, it the just grows on me and teaser. grows on me. The the trailer. That was the trailer. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Mothra? No. And then, hang on, I only got a minute. Glass? Glass was dope. Yep. Which is the sequel to Split and Unbreakable. Nope. 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 Roger. Nope. May Smith. Nope. Okay. And then the third one, what's the Aquaman? Yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. I saw Aquaman and then Godzilla. Every time I watch Godzilla, I get chills. Shazam too. Shazam, Shazam, Shazam looks, looks, cool. looks. I'm excited. Cool. I'm, I'm legit excited. I'm more excited for Shazam than Aquaman. That's for sure. Okay. No, both those movies look like a great. Time. Jason movies. Momoa is a sweet peach. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm straight and He's I don't a care. Stud, dude. My grandpa was like, oh, Aquaman's a wussy, but that's a real man. When he saw the trailer, he was like, I'm gonna go see that, and I was like, You got it, pops. 71 years old, and he likes men. I love it. Was that it? Yeah. You got your minute. That was past a minute, but it's fine. Like five seconds. Yeah. Oh. That was close. Johnny. Okay. Yeah. A little bit. So, um, as of recently, uh, well, not so recently anymore, I've been in a, somewhat in a bad place. Uh, you know, that's why I missed the week a little while ago. Um, you know, but I'm, like, recuperating. I'm feeling a lot better now. Okay. Uh, and this friend uh, recommended this book. It's called The the Tao of Pooh, and it's a look uh, at <laughs> Like Taoism. Winnie the Pooh? Yes. I've, yeah, I've... Gone through that book at Barnes and Noble. Yeah, is it, it literally and it's like a, the it, Tao, but with yeah, yeah with, with, it's with it's a look at uh, Taoism through uh, the like a lens of Winnie the Pooh, and it just it it kind of shows you, you you don't have to just you know be knowledgeable or anything. You don't have to. You can just be, and you should be you know happy with who you are. I need and, that book. I'm all about the seven uh, and what, thousand acre woods. What a yeah, yeah hundred exactly. Woods. And, woods, and yeah. you know he Christopher he, Robin. He, oh, father. <laughs> uh, the the author Benjamin Hoff, uh, you know, describes like uh, Eeyore always complaining, Owl always trying to be really smart, Rabbit mm. trying to show off, things like that. But Pooh is just, you know, he just is. What do you think about Tigger? Tigger's the only one. <laughs> That's a scary. Go- <laughs> Dude, I actually really liked Winnie the Pooh as a kid. Like I like had it all. Thank Sorry, you, John. Yeah. he was um, my favorite. But he was my favorite it, too. honestly, like this this book uh, just made me realize a lot of things and and it it made me feel um good in a way that i haven't fent- felt in a, in a long time uh like it's uh, it's probably like changed my life and uh, for for yeah sorry <laughs> for people that are interested the, it's called the tao of pooh by benjamin hoff uh and i would strongly recommend it even if you're not interested in taoism it's just a wonderful read okay cool. I, I yeah i i'm in, interested in taoism and i'm definitely interested in pooh so i'll i'll definitely pick it up i'm definitely going to see the movie i didn't know this robin. exists i'm no joke seeing yes. christopher robin it's yes. like Anything you and mcgregor opening in? night <laughs> dude i'm not even kidding like the minute i saw that because winnie the pooh hits me like right in the childhood yes so i was just like i need to see this movie i'm yeah. gonna be too distracted by you and mcgregor because yeah. that guy's a sweet beach too yeah yeah and he might be in an Obi Wan movie. Oh God, I hope no, that they happens. Paused all anthology movies. Uh, no, because of happening. Solo. It's because of Solo. He's the only one that can play Obi Wan. Uh, because of happening. Solo. That's why. Matt, do your lightning yeah. round. Is it because of Solo? Okay. Yeah. And I heard what's her name might get taken off I'm, the head I mean, of uh, the Star Wars. Kennedy, that's not going to happen, dude. Okay. No. So, I hope. I heard. Yeah. But anyway. George Lucas appointed her. Okay. All right, my lightning round. Yep. Ready, go. So, it's totally stoked. It's coming out. I think it's out on digital now, and uh, it's coming out on Blu-ray. Death of Superman. It is. I haven't had a chance to watch the whole thing. I thought you were talking about I've Infinity War. It's no. already on iTunes. Uh, I've watched... Uh, I've heard people pirate it, Did you it watch too. the whole thing already? No, I haven't Someone had a chance to watch the whole thing. I've watched it was really pieces good. of it so far, and... Oh, my God. 
You know they're doing uh, the Superman afterwards. Yeah, they're doing the reign of the Superman. Yep. They're doing everything. And, and the director of this, it wants to do it right. I mean, he's, he basically said the reason that Superman Doomsday, he felt never really worked without dissing that movie. He's just like, dude, it was one movie that never really took the time to develop that story. This is essentially a two-part story, and they're doing the whole reign of the Superman thing after the death of Superman. So they're really making you care about Superman, Clark, Lois, everybody. They're building it up so that when it gets to that eight, because this is one of the, the best Superman stories of all time. And Your favorite oh, Superman story of all it's time. It's one of them, yeah. And time. I freaking love it. So it's go watch it. It's an, I should say it's animated. It'll it's, be on the streaming yeah. service. Their It'll animation yeah. is DC kills it with their animation every all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I cannot wait to get it's, all the way through it. It's on iTunes right Except now. Except maybe yeah. Killing Joke. I don't Killing like Joke that. was they, they good, added but it was... Thing. They yeah. added some things it that didn't need to be added. They, yeah. The Batgirl So that's, that's a little more ar- arguable. It's but, hot. But, but it was it was also a shorter graphic novel they were yeah. trying to extend. Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, uh, their animations are awesome. I mean, Flashpoint, worth watching. <laughs> Anything, pretty much any of their stuff is worth watching. So. I'm behind. I've watched most of them, but I'm, I need to catch up. Which, speaking of the streaming service, I already pre-ordered that. Me too. Me, Me too. I'm free. Oh, dude. Is, isn't it like seven ninety nine? Yeah, yeah for but a you year. get three extra months. Wow, really? $74.99 yeah. so like a month and three extra months. So you get for 15 months, you get for 75 bucks. Yeah. yeah. And there's well, a sweepstakes get... for Aquaman tickets yeah. to, for the premiere. The minute they said you could pre-order, I was like... I texted you. I was like, hey, you convinced me I did it. That's right. You did because you were talking about just going monthly. And I was like, dude, do the full year. You get three free months. What were you trying to say, Roger? What were you trying to say? And don't you get access to exclusive merch, too? Exclusive merch. They're doing the Bruce Tim Justice League figure set. Oh, I met him at We're going to see the animated Batman series in HD for the first time. Well, the Blu-rays just came out. And they digitally remastered it. So someone had watched it, got to see some stuff at Comic-Con, and apparently when it pans, there's no jarring of the screen or anything like that. It's all basically if you This is the streaming service if you're a DC fan. It's basically Netflix for DC fans. All the past movies, all the past animations, like everything. And and kind of like a, uh, also like a digital service, like Marvel Unlimited a little bit. Yes, you do get access. It's anything anything that DC's got their stamp on, you're going to have access to. Unlimited access. Which technically they've never had like a digital service for their comics yet nope. to where you could they've just always had it through like yeah. right you have to buy it yeah. or yeah or yeah, through yeah, their yeah. app right. Yeah, right this is their first comic reader self-published yeah. yeah so if you're a dc fan and you want to stream everywhere on devices you're going to be able to utilize this service and it's going to be amazing i'm looking forward to we'll it. see I'm though because disney's is coming out next year so probably between my the two only of complaint them. is i don't want all these companies 7.99ing everybody to death that's yeah. that's the wave of the future, yeah. bud. That's where it's Hulu, going. Hulu, Netflix, DC, Marvel. Yeah. It's like, geez. It's like you're CBS has to. their own streaming service. That's why Star Trek's rated R now. I want to watch that, by the way. <laughs> you would dig it. Yeah. Uh, do we have the you highlights for next week, Roger? Somewhere. Somewhere? Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Uh, I don't know what I did with them. Okay, let's just go ahead and jump into the graphic novel. Sweet. Uh, Same thing? Johnny, you're going to need to pick me a winner. My phone died. Pick oh. me a winner from the it's, trivia answers. It's the heat. Okay. It's the heat. There's Should not I a lot of people, actually. Now. Should I pitch this? Because I've been dying in, yeah. to do this. Are, do we include Clay? Because I'm pretty sure he... <laughs> yeah. I, I, they, well, this week, I'm going to give everybody credit for sending in a response. Because I think that we got, like, a different response I from everybody. It. it was only so one, one, two, three, four, I five. Five people. Two, three, four. How many volumes okay. are, is it on? I'm not sure. If only five? Five or okay. six. I think it just hit what f- uh, twenty five issues, and Image no, does their twenty. Oh, but don't they do like a twenty five issue anniversary for every like? I don't know. I have a clue. Okay, do I'm sorry. No. 
Right, anyway, I'm going to pitch this. Yeah, don't they do that so. every time something hits Do we do trivia after? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. He's just having you do that now. Oh, okay, cool. So um, the graphic novel we're reviewing tonight is Manifest Destiny, Volume 1, Flora and Fauna. And it's written by Chris Dingus and uh, art by Matthew Roberts. And uh, I don't know what Owen Gianni does. What does Owen Gianni do? He is the colorist, obviously. Um, and I'm just going to read the back of this. Um because I've been a fan of this book since I heard it pitched uh, way back at Comic-Con is what got me on it. Um, however many years, probably the first year I went, I think I was sitting in the image thing and I listened to these guys talking about this book coming out and I was like, I got to be on that. So um, in 1804, Captain Meriwether Lewis and Captain William Clark set out on an expedition to explore the uncharted American frontier. This is the story of what they discovered lurking in the wilds. Skybound unveils the monsters of the Western frontier in the adventure of a lifetime by writer Chris Dingus and Matthew Roberts. Um, basically it's the Lewis and Clark expedition, but with all kinds of monsters and twists and turns yeah. and things Lewis, that you never Lewis saw. And Clark coming. in the twilight zone. Yeah. yeah. I, it's yeah. Skybound image. So, um, I love, uh, my favorite character out of the series so far has been, uh, Captain Clark. Yeah, because he's kind of just the the stoic kind of like screw it, like let's take him out kind of guy. Yep. Captain Lewis is the uh, the inquisitive brain of the two. It's like and let's interview this yeah. this plant zombie first. Yeah, and I love the way they play. I I really do love the way that they're written and they play off of each other throughout the series. Um, the art is great. Um, I, I freaking like. <laughs> Are you guys okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I freaking love this whole first thing. Um, it's, you know, I'm not, I'm going to gush about it. So I'm going to let you guys kind of talk. What, what did you guys like so, about this? Uh, you know, what's funny. Uh, I didn't get the list of comic books or the, or the graphic novel that we we're going to read. I know you were at Comic-Con. <laughs> so like I, I listened to the podcast. I'm like, okay, so they're doing Mr. And Mrs. X and they're doing justice league dark. Uh, I just read doomsday clock. Uh, and I was hoping that I read the graphic novel, um, because I didn't know that we were doing this up until like 10 minutes before we started the podcast. Uh, but I had read this before because Jonathan recommended this to me um, because I wanted to read more comics. And man, did I love this. This thing's awesome in every type of way. Um, I love uh, history and things like that, uh, especially like uh, American history, uh, especially uh, American history. Uh, and this is just a fun new uh, take on that uh, Lewis and Clark expedition, like There's you said, Jonathan. Not many books that can pull off like essentially a right. frontier, like you Western see, like kind of right thing. You, There's you, not a whole lot out there in that yeah. niche, you know. Yeah. Um. So that scratches that itch for me really right. hard. And and I don't really like I said I don't. I've said millions of times I don't love westerns, but there's something different about this because it doesn't. It's just, like frontier though. It's not like right. westerny gunslinger yeah. type stuff. It's the frontier. It's exploration and it's adventure. also fantasy in a type of way. Yeah, yeah. And and that's what I really love. Yeah. Uh, what I love about this is is this. It's not like a like a historical documentary. There's right. like some serious liberties taken. Like one of the things within the first couple issues is. There are these centaurs, but they're they're buffalo. Bison, yeah. They're bison, yeah. yeah so me. cool. Call them bison. buffalo tars. Buffalo tars we'll figure out and the name horses later. and things like that. W- wait, and I haven't read this in in a while. Is it the the head? Of, yeah, uh, the head is a bison. The head's a bison. So isn't that a minotaur? Anyway, it, no. Technically, it would well, be. there's 
A minotaur is no, a bull. They top, actually, the top of it is a bull. They argue about what to call it. There's some like, humor in this that's fantastic. Yeah. Because yeah. that's one of the things where they're they're he calls running. Minotaurs. It's like. I don't think it's a and everyone keeps yeah. correcting him. Yeah, he's got a buffalo head. He's like, minotaurs uh, don't have buffalo heads. Argue later, run now because they're being right, chased right, by right. these yeah. things with hatchets and machetes and all this stuff, or uh, tomahawks and and whatnot. And and then one of them was a uh, a female topless one, and I think it was Lewis. He's like <laughs> had the most amazing bosoms I've ever seen. Right. Well, like, he and calls Clark. it um, <laughs> it's a g- the genus uh, yes. uh, yeah. something bosom, and that's what like, it was. Uh, <laughs> like awesomest bosomest or something. Yeah. I don't know. It was I like remember what it was. Yeah. Clark's it was... response: save the story for later. Turns around and shoots him. <laughs> yeah. Shoots oh, yeah. the uh, the buffalo tar or whatever you want to call it. Out of action. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. Th- <laughs> I just had female of the species glorious bosom. Glorious bosom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's like some great like dialogue that and interplay between yeah. the characters that's really humorous and yeah. and. Once again, this is another one of those books that Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, someone needs to pick up and do a high budget show on. Yeah, it would it would work because yep. the elements are all there. Uh, sometimes people ask us like, "Oh, what are like uh, comics that are kind of underrated?" And I think this would be one of them. I don't Absolutely. really uh, is yeah. this still going on? Did it stop? Yeah, it's still going on. Really? Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't really know. Uh, I'm not familiar with uh, Chris Dingus. <laughs> uh, it, his work, um, because like all I've read from him mm-hmm. is Manifest is Destiny, yeah. and it, it's it's the thing that I can say about it. It's fun. It, it's it's not dark, you know. And sometimes it's really easy to go very dark. It does have its dark moments, but <clears throat> it, it's kind of lighthearted in, in in a fun and dangerous way. Because it they tap into that wonder of exploration, yeah, and the right. danger of it. There's the dangers and the dark is still there, but there's still the, the right. whole point of this is that they're pressing forward. They're pressing westward, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of because it's it's about the Lewis and Clark expedition, but they just happen to throw in all these crazy monsters and things like that. And it, it's just hit, uh, Chris's um, imagination just mm-hmm. running wild. It's just like, yeah, sure, why not one do of the, some plant zombies? Y- yeah, they're one of the That's after cool. the 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 bison tars or whatever you want to call them. The the first big thing that they happen is they come across an abandoned fort or a kind of uh, I don't know if you want to call it abandoned, but like it's running on a skeleton crew essentially. It's an outpost, taken, right? Yeah, it's an, an outpost. outpost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, this crazy plant-like plant zombies. They're plant zombies, yeah, but they they call it the flora, right? Um, and it basically and takes you over, mind. yeah. And it's it it essentially turns you into like these. It's a, it's a great take on the zombie genre without it being a zombie because they're right. living. They're they're just plants that happen to grow in you and like take you over. And kind of like plants, they're a little bit slowish and sluggish, mm-hmm. and right. it, it's just. The, the mythology that uh, he has created in this book is just astounding. And there's, there's, a, there's a mystery that's been carrying on through this whole thing because in every area that there's, that they, as they press west through the American ter- territories, um, there's these mysterious arches. And everywhere that there's those arches, that's where all these troublesome creatures, situations, okay. all those things are handling. So those show up in the other volumes. Every Because every we only got to area. see one. In this one. In every okay. area. The last one, I'm behind on this series. I have a couple issues. Uh-huh. In every area that they've come to, there's been an arch every time they've had trouble. Okay. So with this particular arch, there's the flora. Right. They go to another one, and there's this giant frog-like creature um, that tries to, like, tip over tip over their riverboat, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. like, they have to, like, you know, fight it underwater. It's cr- it's just crazy, right? Right, There's right, another right. arch that's partially submerged that they yeah. missed. 
So every time they hit somewhere new as they're going west, there's these mysterious giant art, and they're biological. It's not like it's man-made. Right. It's made or out of like wood. Yeah. Like okay. Um, there's some sort of magic to it, and they're not sure if there's a doorway to somewhere else or like a portal. Yeah, there's no steampunkiness to this. No, this is all... That's kind of cool. I like that they didn't lean into that. Like, there's... Lewis wasn't making stuff that wasn't around. There's 35 issues of this thing. Yeah. yeah. It, it, the last one came out May 23rd this year. So what, okay, so like, they're so probably on a high yeah. right now. So what, there's like seven that volumes? Would be seven volumes. I need yeah. to catch up with that. because They even did a whole story arc with Sasquatch, and they put their own spin on the Sasquatch that's, mythology. Man, that's cool. That's I cool. need to read this. That makes me happy. <laughs> you should, and... Yeah. That's volume six, Well, I, I had only... This is another one or of those five. series where I had read the first issue, and I was like, yeah, I really like it, but it wasn't enough of a hook for me to keep going. Um... And now, again, after reading the first volume, I'm hooked. I mean, because uh, Sacagawea hadn't come in in the first issue. She came in, like, issue three, I think, somewhere in this volume. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and Ninja she Ninja Sacagawea? Yeah. It's just like... She's... Yeah, she's... Yeah. She's <laughs> Punching so, master. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked. Yeah. After this one, and the, I want to... Where you, they take her... Yeah. Fantastic so far. That's, okay, so yeah. it gets better? Oh, yeah, dude. When when the buffalo tars are around their campfire and all of a sudden that little clink and you just see her jump out. Yeah, she's just like, like, ah! I was like, they were like, yeah, we were supposed to meet her here. And I'm like, they're going to do something with Sacagawea. They're going to do something with Sacagawea and it's going to be good because there's no way that they killed her off. No. There's yeah. no she's way. still around. Like, a, a lot of the main players are still around. Um, great twists and turns. They uh, Is the, the baby thing a lie? Baby no. thing's a lie? No, the baby thing is real. Why do they keep going like, oh, she doesn't seem like, you know, she's pregnant? I'm not going to spoil it. You got to read it, dude. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say this. Uh, I've been on since issue one. Yeah. I've, I've dug the heck out of this series. Does it read well in trades? It does. It does. You know what's crazy? Oh, this, this trade was fantastic. All right. And, Matt, it's only $10 and cheaper here, 20% yeah. off. Yeah, it'll be a my well, When it follows, I, I like how... The, you know, throughout the series, you know, at least the first graphic novel, um, the story, the the exposition is the journal entries. That continues yeah. throughout for, the whole series. You know, and it's just like, it's really cool, you know. And in um, later, in later. I, I love how he used, he, he employed that device to kind of chronicle the story and mm -hmm. what, how, you know, how they reflect on what they're experiencing in this wild crazy you know western frontier and in later issues they that continues it to be like a main theme of a lot of the exposition and things like that um but it will change perspectives every so often sometimes you'll get madame uh boniface or boniface i don't know how you pronounce that exactly right sometimes you'll get a journal entry from her and you get a little bit of like what her perspective is Every so often you get one from Captain Clark because he doesn't really do a whole lot of journaling. Right, but right, when he right. does, it's typically significant. Um, and then they come across the journals of earlier parties that have ventured out. That's when they get into the Sasquatch story. There's a whole party that was out there two years before them when they get into the whole Sasquatch mythology of, I'm of everything. I'm so. Need no more. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, the chemistry between Lewis and Clark Isn't is Isn't it brilliant? Well, I mean, Lewis is the astronomer, essentially, and yeah. then Clark is the astronaut. You know what I'm saying? Whereas yeah. Lewis is more of the science-y mind and everything, and then he goes out and would field test stuff. Like yeah. uh, the party when he's like, well, I need to get volunteers, and he's like, you're going out there, aren't you? And he's like, well, yeah. <laughs> they, they get it. They're, they, they're the yin to each other's yang. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
I, I like it. I, I like it. It's brilliantly done. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of the the probably one of the better written, most underrated books at Image right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, Roger has underrated. all the volumes at Horizon Comics. I, Come to and Horizon I, Comics. I get it. Not everybody's going to have enough for one person to have the entire <laughs> but set. He can order all so, of them for you will, at I, Horizon I, Comics. I will be ordering more. Yeah. For sure. Um, at Horizon Comics. Pull them um, for me. Okay. I, you know, and I get not everybody's going to want to have essentially a history based kind of thing, but <laughs> believe me, do yourself a favor. If you're, if you're, if you've been craving something, spend the $10 and you're not yeah. quite sure what you want, pick this up and give this one a shot. Yeah. Well, I like, I like how you put it, that it really just kind of focuses on the wonder and the adventure that, you know, that the Lewis and Clark expedition experienced, mm-hmm. you know, but they don't, but it, it, it it's done so in a way that anybody reading it today would be reading, you know, uh, an adventure story with all kinds of cra- you know, crazy, you know, it, it, it certainly and, appeals yeah. to uh, a wide array of readers, modern readers. Mm-hmm. Um, I dig it. It's really it's Told done you. excellently. Yeah, I, the the blueprint is here t- for this to be an excellent show. This is another one of the shows mm-hmm. that could go to Amazon, yeah. Netflix, who like I said at the beginning. Of the review, yeah, and, pick it, up and soon. it would be it would be brilliant. I would I would love to tune in every week and watch some something well done with this, or like binge it for like a season. Uh, I would <laughs> binge I would binge the heck out of it, dude. Yeah. Um, my dad would be totally into this. That's yeah. I, he wouldn't read it because he's not really a, a comic graphic novel guy. But my dad's a but he would watch it. He would watch the heck out of this. Yeah. He likes Westworld. I mean, he, he loves totally Westworld. He's this. he's a Western guy. Yeah, yeah frontier absolutely. that whole but thing. But it's not the spaghetti. But he loves that stuff too. He's a Clint Eastwood, John Wayne kind of guy. But this, this would be something that I could watch with him, and he'd be like, "What the heck is this?" You know, kind of thing. And and he'd be, all the surprises that I love would hit him in different ways. You know, it'd be one of those things that'd be great to to watch with my pop if they ever made it a show. Yeah. And we're so. in the golden age of television, where you would have the budget to do a great show like this. Anybody could pick it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I, I. Like I said, I can't. I gush about this book. This is one of those books that I think I'm one of the few people in the shop that pulls it on a regular basis. Yeah, I, th- I think we only have like seven. Yeah, so, I love it's one, and, and it, it should be triple that. Yeah, it, it really is that. It's good. a quality book. Um, and and the writer really he he tries to. He's, he's putting a, in work. He's, he's putting a in producer work. Producer on something. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, he's a producer on something. Look it up. When, when I when I look. Uh, all right. I'll look but well, anyway, what would you guys rate? Is there anything else anybody wants to add? Uh, I'm glad you recommended it to me a couple of months ago, and you mean I, last year or yeah, whatever last, it was. Yeah. It was a while ago when yeah. we were talking about this. And I'm a little sad that I didn't get to read it, but uh, you know, I didn't come into the shop and I didn't have a list. But um, I remember it perfectly because it stands out. Yeah, uh, and it's a great book. Um, if I were to rate it, uh, it would be my rating from when I first read it, uh, and that's a five. I loved it. It's five for me, hands down. Five. Uh, five for me. Easy Woo! five. ASCP certified. Easy five. Um, Severely underrated. Yeah, so I, anybody whose curiosity is peaked, I am going to be ordering more of these. I know Matt wants a set. I, I want one. Uh, <laughs> I need a set. Yeah. Uh, it, it is rated mature, we'll and have, it's... Well, yeah. if I like it, I'm going to get all of them. Okay. <laughs> it's rated mature, and it's it's filed under Action Adventure, so it's not just historical day. kind yeah. of thing. Right. But it, I would really say it's like an adventure with monsters. It's an action really adventure cool. book. Yeah. Just and it's $10. Um, he is a producer of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agent Dinguses? Carter. He produced <laughs> Reaper. 
And he produced he's produced Men and Trees. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's but, okay. I loved Agent Carter. Yeah, that oh Shield's so pretty good too. Yeah. He's good he's too. been a producer on a bunch of shows. Nice. So this so, so this guy's like legit. Yeah, he's in the biz. He's not a dingus. Well, there's some there's some producers out there that are really creative because think about well, it. They're yeah, around. They just have an outlet. The showrunner of Arrow, Mark Guggenheim, mm-hmm. writes X Men Gold. Okay. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people think producers just put up the money. They know how to write too. That's yeah. why they're a good producer. They know what projects to pick. You know. So yeah. the only travesty about this book is they haven't done like a hardcover collected edition. Oh, it's like an omnibus. Oh. An like omnibus. East to West, Black Side. It, they, yeah. This series needs to have some sort of collected hardcover. It probably edition. doesn't sell well enough. Yeah, and that's it's a travesty. Yeah. This book needs to sell more. It absolutely needs to sell more because this is quality. Like it's I can't it. stress that enough. Yeah. We so. can we can make that happen, people. Yeah. Yes. At Horizon Comics. Come <laughs> down here and order it at Horizon Comics. And you can get it cheaper. I yeah. don't think it's only I, ten bucks. I, it, look, if I'll throw this out there. If anybody picks this up and doesn't like it, let me know and I'll trade you something for it yeah. or whatever. Don't order it on Amazon. I ordered a book recently from them no. and it got damaged twice. Yeah. yeah. Just come to Roger's shop Roger. where he keeps uh, everything and pristine. Yeah, and Jonathan's clean. offer only uh, stands for purchases made in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> at not, Horizon not, Comics. Not globally or at Horizon yeah. Comics. Look, I just let me know what you think of it. Yeah. Like those of you that read it, hit me up on any of my various social media. Let me know what you think of it. Okay? At the very least, read it and let me know what you think I of will. it. I will. Okay? I will. For real. <laughs> yeah. I, will. Um, I dig the heck out of this series. So, anyway, five all the way across the awesome. board. Awesome. Yeah, base. Be certified. Yep. Um, <clears throat> did we ever get the highlights list, Roger? Or? I didn't see no? it anywhere. No. Nowhere? Okay. We're reviewing books next week. Yep. Like you. Um, if Infinity Wars comes wins. out, it might be that one. Number one. Is it the last I, I don't know. We, I didn't order heavy on that, and I think they were not going to have much. So, unless we um, want to have a Kumbaya a big in the shop event, and read it. Well, I know, but yeah, we'll see. Sell. Let's do some trivia, guys. We'll see. Oh yeah, oh, do you want to say about the the thing trivia before we do trivia? Or what? oh yeah, before actually, because we are gonna do this. I uh, I wasn't prepared for trivia this week. It's been yeah. a week, so I'm gonna we're gonna do something different this week, and we're gonna see how it works. So whether or not we continue to do it, uh, we'll see. Trivia this week to win the comics, okay? If you want to win the comics from this week, I want you guys to send in the panel um, trivia questions. And we're not going to, we're basically not going to look up the answers. Multiple choice. Matt will, yeah, send in a multiple choice trivia question. And from all of the people that send in a question, we're going to, pick the one that we think is best or might generate the best conversation um whatever trivia question you want to ask okay so send in um for all of our listeners send in a trivia question with with multiple choice answers to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com we'll choose a question to ask the panelists and And we're gonna play a game about about it. it And huh? like keep points, like the the you guys panelists will. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. It, I mean, it, we'll, it, it, we'll it definitely works. keep. Yeah. We'll yeah. definitely keep score for next week. Right. And, and if it and if we get a lot of responses, then yeah. maybe we'll do two weeks and three weeks. Yeah. And at the end of the year, we'll have a, a, a Jello trophy or something. <laughs> Jello. Um, Jello shots in the show. Hell yeah. Well, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Rise of Comics after But dark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is this is kind of an experiment that we want you to participate in with us. Uh, it'll be a slight change in trivia. Just send in whatever trivia question you want to ask. You know, you want to uh, stump the Comics panel related. On. I'm afraid that there's going to be a riot that we don't have <laughs> trivia there, questions. There may be. Well, we can make a, there may I, be, can, and I that's why that's why this is an experiment. So send us your questions. I want to hear from you. I want to see what kind of questions you come up with, and I want to see how stupid we are. <laughs> um, I can tell you that. Multiple choice. Right. Yeah. Pretty freaking It'll stupid. Be like, yeah. Four multiple choice so, and note the correct choice. And that's going to be um, that's going to be to win the comics from this week, which is seriously Doomsday Clock, Beautiful. Justice League Dark, uh, Mister Mizax. You know, um, it's it's a it's a good week of books to win. So. Um, send in your questions. I look forward to to getting them. All right, and for uh, the graphic novel, the, the yeah. winners. The okay, graphic novel. Okay, graphic novel is going to be the same. If you want to uh, win the graphic novel from this week, and you do, you we we gushed about it enough. Um, it's ASCP certified. Send in your response to the following question. Okay. How many members of the Lewis and Clark expedition died during their three-year, 800-mile odyssey IRL? It was three years? Jeez. Three years. We're talking three years of hard living, dude. But is there an actual answer? Do we know how many documented people, like, went with them? Okay. That's why he's asking yes. the question. Blake. No, but I'm saying like I googled it. Do we know it's like a thing. they didn't pick up people on the way or <laughs> you googled it? It's a thing. It's I a Google. I mean, even if you pick At up Horizon people on Comics, the way, I they still you. die, and you that number doesn't change. I'm saying they could have picked up. You know, uh, it doesn't matter how many people you pick up. I'm just saying, death is death. It's not technically they're a part of the expedition. <laughs> way to way to take it to the hot following. topic. How Johnny? many? Death is death. <laughs> dead is dead. <laughs> wow. Um. <laughs> No, how it's 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 Googleable. Okay, I love that word. So, uh, how many members of the Lewis and Clark uh, in real life expedition died during their three-year, eight-thousand-mile odyssey? If you can, uh, if you know it, or care to guess, or care to Google it, send in your response to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com and win. You know, have a chance at winning uh, Manifest Destiny Volume One. You definitely want this book in your life. Um. So, same Plus, format. I on didn't that. feel like I said enough about how great the art is. We talked about the story oh, and everything. Uh, killing. Thank you. I I just I have to I touch on that it. real. Yeah. <laughs> I I just we well, talked a lot about the story and the great, is, but, but yeah. the art really sells it. Uh, yeah. The art it makes it, it that much better. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the perfect flora, marriage. Yeah. It yeah. really is the perfect marriage of storytelling and art. Like yep. it comes yeah. together in such a perfect way. When when they're flogging him and his skin starts coming off. Oh, <laughs> dude, oh. that's and so great. Spoilers, Blake. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They don't know what it's from. I'm well, not gonna no. read it. It could just be punishment. <laughs> okay. Um, <coughs> for last week's um, winners, winner of the comics, Bryce Smith. Woo! Congratulations. Bryce. Winner of the graphic novel, East to West, Volume 1. I like how Bryce said that uh, Clay carries around a tattered copy of East to West, Volume 1, like mm-hmm. like, like gospel Bibles. Or like, yeah, like the yeah. word. Bibles for Gideons. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, my, that's my boy. Yeah. Thank you, Clay. Uh, yeah, so now um, Ian Robbins has Congrats, a copy Ian. I love you, to, Ian. Uh, to carry around and convert strangers. 
They should have like a good word of Hickman. I hope he's read it so we can talk about it. Wish they had like a little some sort of pocket edition. I'm not sure if Ian reads it or not. I, I, I lent him my I, Facebook. I converted uh, Facebook. I lent him my <laughs> you lent him my Watchman Facebook. my Watchman copy, and we talk about it on Facebook Messenger. That's what it is. Sorry, Ian. I hope you're enjoying it, sir. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll get him on to East to West if he's not already. All right. Sweet. Is that it? Are we done? That's it's it. hot. Yeah, it is hot. <laughs> it's really hot. That's the other trivia question. How hot is in it yeah, right now? Let's see how. I think the temperature went up. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The answer the is the humidity Hades. went up. Yeah. Because it's every, yeah. you notice everything's gotten stickier yeah, since like, we've been in here. Hey, there's an excessive heat warning. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, there has been. Yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, we didn't get any emails about reviews. I don't check the email. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, guys, send in some reviews. We appreciate that. Um, if you like what you're hearing, please rate, re- uh, rate, subscribe, like, share, review, do all new, that jazz. New patron. New Those patron. Follow, thank Nelson you so Carpenter. much. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you, yeah. Nelson. We really appreciate Nelson. that. Canada? Nelson Carvalho? Yeah, but he's checking out Origin Story. I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. And you gotta uh, subscribe to his Patreon to check out these Origin Stories. I hear they're killer. Um, and if you want to go to Patreon.com, if you want to go above and beyond, you can go there. Uh, you can uh, go to Patreon.com/slash All Star Comics Podcast. You get on as little as a dollar. That gets you the episode the night that we drop it after mm-hmm. Matt is done doing his thing with it. Yeah, magic. Yeah, whatever the 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 behind the scenes magic is. Uh, the three dollar level gets you that and if you stay tuned to the end of the show, you obviously know that we have Multiversity University mm-hmm. with Larry. Film but seven more today. We just recorded seven, or we Matt recorded seven more with Larry. You're gonna and get you're gonna seven get, more If you're today. a Patreon subscriber at the three-hour level, you're going to get the episode early and all seven of those uh, episodes with Larry. To binge? Yeah. To binge. To binge. That's cool. It's binge-worthy. That's cool. Um, and then $5, we have some other stuff, right? Origin Story. Origin Story. That's $5. What and we're going to do yours Plus soon. Multiversity oh. University, yep. plus yeah. the episode. So it all stacks, guys. Anyway, uh, plus there's sales and other goodies that Free come comics. along. Yeah. So get on Patreon if you're interested in, in doing that. Plus it supports you know the show and the plus shop. Plus the and show and the stuff. shop. So uh, if you want to keep up with everything, Horizon Comics, at Horizon Comics on Twitter and Instagram. You can like uh, Horizon Comics on Facebook. If you want to keep up with my protege, the young, the handsome. Blake Starling. You went too far over there. Yeah. No, it's okay. He's nervous because he's meeting my parents for the first time next oh, week. Oh, dear Lord. Um, I, I'm on Facebook, Blake Todd Starling. If you guys want to talk about anything comics-wise, I would love to. And then he's my not Twitter joking. is SWATCAT86. I changed it. SWATCAT so. again? 80, I wanted SWATCAT, but someone already had it. So SWATCAT86. What about the SWAC? The SWATCAT. That was taken, too. That's probably the official. It's Twitter. Like, everything that he's you He's not on Instagram yet. You're not on Instagram? No, I don't feel the need. How old are you? Forty? I take bad pictures. No, it's not about taking pictures. Other people's pictures, mostly. It's about posting memes. I think I'm all about that meme life, dude. Yeah, they do that on Facebook too and Twitter. No, it's all the same. Old memes. It's 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 like the ones that are recycled and. Johnny knows my memes. They're. Some Mimes. of them are super choice. Roger doesn't have an Instagram. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Johnny. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at the Johnny 2 x 4 I haven't been posting lately because it is finals week uh, for the summer semester. Um, but yeah, I'll try to post some more. Uh, hit me up if you guys want to talk any comics or anything like that. Um, and you can follow our podcast, We Love You and Fresh Pot of Bel Air. Uh, just look those up. The Hydra 5.5, five, if you want to talk anything video games related, hit me up. That's Especially Spider-Man PS4. That looks so good. <laughs> yes, indeed. What about <laughs> the Deadly Class trailer? That they oh, that was a good trailer, too. Anyway, I am at St. Jonathan on Twitter and Instagram. Um, 
yeah, hit me up, especially if you guys have read Manifest Destiny or when you read Manifest Destiny Volume 1. Tell me how much you love it or if you hate it, and I can tell you how foolish you are. So um, if you uh, guys stay tuned for the end of all this, you're going to get Multiverse University with Larry. I'm sure it's another great episode. I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but they're all great. Yeah, we're into the Silver Age now. Oh, God, I'm so behind. I hate being busy. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, (laughs) it's choice stuff. So thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Multiversity University. I'm your host, Larry Douglas. And tonight we are going to continue talking about the most creative company of the Atomic Age, EC Comics. So EC had, uh, under the leadership of William Gaines, had created this uh, stable of titles and had collected these great writers and artists. Uh, and were really riding high um, during the late 40s and especially throughout the 50s. But unfortunately, uh, the same things that made them so popular were also going to cause the downfall of the company. Because one thing that EC had no problem with, they had no problem with, with being very graphic, graphic violence, um, a lot of, uh, maybe not nudity, but a lot of, uh, a lot of suggestions, certainly. Uh, no problem with uh, actually depicting things such as people using drugs. Uh, and, um, and when the backlash against comics began, which really started in earnest about 1948, EC was a big target because of that. Um, in fact, one of the things that EC ended up doing, they created this very interesting comic called MAD, uh, which a lot of people don't realize because I think a Mad Magazine actually started as a comic book originally. Um, but they ended up having, with starting with issue number 24, they actually changed it to a magazine because uh, they were under so much fire because of some of the other stuff that they were doing uh, that, and, and Mad was doing so well that they wanted to make sure they kept that. So by changing it to a magazine, uh, they were not subject to the restrictions of the Comic Code Authority. But, uh, but their other comics uh, certainly were under fire, and uh, they were especially criticized by Frederick Wortham, the psychiatrist who would write the, uh, the infamous book, Seduction of the Innocent, which we'll talk about in a future episode. But EC ended up being kind of the poster child for what was I'm doing air quotes at this point, quote unquote, wrong with the comics at that time. And so um, when the Comics Code Authority got created, um, a lot of the stuff that EC was doing was no longer acceptable. (laughs) Even such things as having words like horror or terror in the title of a comic were no longer acceptable. Um, EC's most popular comics were their horror comics, and all of a sudden, it became unacceptable to have things like zombies, demons, uh, werewolves, vampires, or anything like that in comics. And so it really pretty much killed off uh, EC's titles. Now, because the Comics Code Authority was essentially voluntary, and again, we'll get into more detail about that later, EC could have continued publishing their titles. The only problem was the comic book distributors had agreed not to distribute comics that did not have the Comics Code Authority seal of approval. And so EC was uh, was really on the hook at that point. There was really not much they could do. 
So in 1955, what William Gaines ended up doing was changing Mad Mad into a magazine from a comic book and basically ending the, uh, the rest of their comic book titles. Now, he didn't give up on comic books entirely. Um, he did decide to try publishing something they called New Direction Comics beginning in 1955, uh, which did not contain a lot of the graphic content, which got EC in so much trouble prior to that. Uh, but they were not nearly as popular, and every single one of those titles was canceled in 1956. In fact, none of the titles actually ran more than two issues. Um, and then he also tried uh, publishing something called a pictofiction line of comics. Uh, these were black and white magazines uh, which had elements of comic books in them. It was the kind of thing where you would have uh, a page of uh, comic drawings in black and white and then a page of text. Uh, but those were also not very popular and, uh, and did not last, so all of the titles ended up being dropped. So basically, by the late 50s, uh, by 1957, essentially, EC was pretty much gone. The only comic that they had left, which wasn't even a comic anymore, was Mad. However, Mad kept the company going. Uh, Mad was uh, selling well enough that in 1961, William Gaines was actually able to sell the company uh, to Kinney Parking Company. Kind of a strange company to buy a comic book company, but Kinney Parking Company at that time also owned Warner Brothers and DC Comics. And uh, so uh, that was where, um, where Mad Magazine, which is now under the control of DC, first became associated with DC Comics. Now, William Gaines, though, uh, was allowed to continue running uh, Mad Magazine, despite the fact that he had... Uh, you know, was no longer the owner of the company. He was put on Kinney's board of directors and put in charge of running Mad. And uh, he did keep Al Feldstein on as the editor. Al Feldstein um, continued to edit Mad Magazine until 1986. And, uh, and Mad Magazine, which, of course, is still being published today, became so popular that by 1973, it was actually selling 2.1 million copies uh, with each issue. And, in fact, it is considered one of the three most successful magazines of the 1950s, uh, the other two being Playboy and TV Guide. Now, even though EC was not able to survive the Comics Code Authority, um, EC has had quite a legacy. Uh, the comics have continued to be popular. There are, there are several companies that have reprinted uh, a lot of their titles, uh, the most recent one being Dark Horse, uh, which has put out um, hardcover reprints of many of the EC titles. And there have also been uh, TV shows and movies made about them. And, of course, comic collectors uh, who are interested in that particular period of comic book history uh, really uh, long for those EC comics. And, uh, and even today, uh, many of those titles are still loved. And uh, a lot of the people who got their start at EC Comics, people like Joe Orlando, uh, continued for a long time into the comic business and, in fact, are still in the comic business uh, even today. So EC had quite a legacy. Um, as I said, definitely the most creative uh, comic company of the 1950s and um, a company that could actually do pretty well if it were um, in business and still publishing the same kind of stuff today. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I uh, hope you join us next time as we begin talking about that backlash against comics and 
the comic book supervillain known as Frederick Wortham and his secret weapon, Seduction of the Innocent.